lighting the high street of the neighborhood into which he'd recently moved. He found the usual bookshops, gadget stores, cafe, the likes of an ordinary high street. But after some browsing, he turned a corner and came to a separate part of the street. Cemented between two buildings and more like an alley than a street, it was eerily quiet in comparison with the bustling outside. There was only one shop here, an art shop that looked as though it had been there since the 1800s at least. The name was indistinguishable through a tangle of cobwebs and vines, though oddly a fire had been lit inside. It was clearly still used and a feeling of unease in the pit of his stomach. He walked forward and opened the door. The soft tingle of a bell over the door announced him to whoever owned the shop. Though there was no one inside, except for a large collection of paintings lining the walls, all supporting rather stern-looking people. Perhaps it was simply the flickering light of the fire. But did those eyes follow him as he crossed the threshold and rang a small bell left in the counter? No one replied. As he was considering to leave, a door opened a glance, revealing a thin strip of dark against the faint blue walls. Dread washing over him, the man stepped out of the counter and pushed the door open. There was no immediate sign of who had opened it. Perhaps draft had caught it? He couldn't see how, for it had been shut on a proper lever-activated handle but that thought was far preferable to the prospect of whatever else could have been. Maybe the old owners had decided that these paintings weren't fit for human eyes, and the men had to agree with them. They showed the same people as were in the main shop, but this time they were grotesquely bent into doing hideous things to themselves. Not sure why he was doing it, he walked forward. The scenes worsening, pretty young girl whom he hadn't seen in the main building was being raped by a half-human thing. A woeful father was chopping up his child, while one unfortunate individual was raking his eyes out with a cactus. Finally, the corridor ended, revealing one last picture on what had appeared to be the far door. Unlike the others, however, the figure depicted here was wearing more than clothing. A pale-faced young man who, upon closer inspection, was being tailed by a dark, almost incomprehensible figure. But the glinting, long, thin object he was holding couldn't be anything but doomed for the poor subject of the portrait. But as his eyes skimmed the frame, taken in its peculiar glint, the eyes of the man in the portrait followed. Then. Then he realized that this wasn't a portrait, it was a mirror.